Ladies and gentlemen, the college football season has cut the brakes on us once again. And uh, unfortunately, uh, the the poor Coastal Carolina Chad Declares have lost their championship game, which is truly heartbreaking. Um, but you know what? Coastal died, so the wild card can live. So we came back to discuss our wild card picks. Maybe a little bit of OU news on the way. With me today, just Jameson, uh, who's graciously, uh, you know, popped in on the road to uh, uh, New Mexico, I believe. Uh, how's how's it feeling, Jameson? Uh, you got a wild card. Yeah, it's great to talk right now. Um, I'm in middle of nowhere, so we'll see how long we get me, and we'll see how the audio is. Um, but yeah, let's let's talk a little bit about wild cards. Yeah, absolutely. So, Jameson, I'll let you go first on this one. Uh, so, who who are you feeling this week for wild card? Say this: the game canceled, and Bobby was ready to shut down the wild card. He was trying to hedge. He's getting a little bit nervous. He's got one week left. He knows he's in the lead a little bit. He doesn't want anything. He doesn't want the smoke. But it's tradition. Whenever we have cancellations, we got to bring in an extra wild card. And I hopped on quick on the Missouri minus one. They're playing at Mississippi State, and I know everybody wanted to get on the Missouri bandwagon. You know, they were the number 25 team in the nation before they went and played Georgia. I understand Georgia handled them pretty well. But Missouri's been pretty decent. And they haven't gotten a lot of news because there's so many other good SEC teams. So uh, Missouri minus one is whenever I got it. I think the line shifted a little bit. Blake also rolled it in his wild card picks, which is just so unfortunate. He got it at minus one and a half. So I am cheering for a one-point game either way for me to move forward with this as a win. But I, I picked Missouri minus one for mine. It's, it's technically different. Ty mentioned uh, he might be picking Missouri as well, but that could be a joke. You never know with Ty. Um, yeah, so I, I almost went with Missouri as well, but I, you know, look, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to do a dirty move and pick, you know, the same move that, that ruins the magic of the wild card. So I'm going to go out on a limb and do some real different. I'm real pumped about this one. My wild card pick for the week, Rutgers plus six and a half. In East Pecastaway tonight, uh, 6.30. Uh, I have no idea why Nebraska's favored here. They've been booty all season. They've been disappointing all the way through. And um, frankly, you know, if you look at Rutgers, they're always playing close games, always going to overtime with obviously not great teams, but they keep it close. So uh, the Huskers, you know, I don't think there'll be a challenge here. You know, Rutgers... I, I really believe in Rutgers' ability to probably win this one. I'm going to call it a super dog right here. I think I think uh, the Scarlet Knights get a win here. Uh, just eat up the, the the Huskers like a bunch of gabagool, you know, like Sopranos. It'll be great. It'll be absolutely fantastic. So give me Rutgers plus six and a half here. I will say this, that last week I picked against Nebraska and I picked Minnesota. In my analysis, which was extremely poor, I still thought they had Rashad Bateman, who had opted out many weeks before. So poor. But Minnesota only had like 40-something players healthy for that game due to COVID. And they went out and played a full-force Nebraska team. Nebraska was the favorite. And Minnesota won versus them. As a 10.5-point dog, Minnesota won. I, it's going to be hard to come back from that. And there's probably not a lot of motivation for the, them to win. So I, I also like this Rutgers game as well. Yeah, absolutely. I, I I think Nebraska is consistently overvalued. And um, yeah, I, it, this is less of a Rutgers thing, even though I was very, very happy about the return of Rutgers and the Shiano man. But um, Nebraska, they just ain't good. So give me the give me the Knights 
plus six and a half. Um, before we go, just while we have while we're here, it would be it would just be a wasted opportunity to not bring up the news that came to light uh, in the OU program today. Uh, it seems like we're getting a very important piece back. Uh, number eight, Trajan Bridges will make his debut allegedly uh, in the Big Twelve Championship tomorrow against Iowa State. Uh, this is a huge bit of n- uh, news, I think. Jameson, what does the uh, uh, prospective return of Trajan Bridges mean for the game tomorrow? It's it's definitely big. We've talked about it this whole year that the wide receiver position has been weak for us. Uh, we definitely need another guy to go out and make plays whenever Marvin Mims is a true freshman. If we try to lean on him as being our guy, he's going to have games where it's he's going to fall off a little bit. It's because you got to expect that from a true freshman. A true freshman should not be your number one option. Um, and where we want Trajan is, is I want him to play that Charleston Rambo spot and get those snaps. But if you do recall last year, whenever he was getting snaps, it was a big conversation of Jaden Hazelwood, Tio Weiss, and uh, Teo Maladon. <laughs> Sorry, I'm mixing up under and sinners. Theo Weiss and Trajan Bridges, none of them wanted to play the slot. They felt they were all outside wide receivers that were the guy. And then Trajan finally moved to the slot. Is Trajan going to play in the slot and take some of Drake Stoops' minutes this game? That's going to be a big news um, for him. I know he plays both in practice, but where will he play primarily? Will he take stuff away from Rambo? Or will he take stuff away from Stoops? The coaching staff seems to be enamored with Rambo for some reason still. So I would would not be surprised to see him more in the slot than the outside. Yeah, um, I mean, no, no offense to Drake Stoops. Great story, great player, but flat out when you have a guy with the talent of, uh, you know, a, a Trajan Bridges, you just you play him. Um, and you know, they've raved all season about how they believe he's one of the more the one of the most skilled players that OU has on that roster. Uh, so getting him back is going to be a, a hopefully a really big boost. You never know after um, how long he's had, uh, you know, without actual game minutes you know, what a guy will look like, but I, I don't know. I, I feel, I feel good based on what we've seen out of Perkins and um, uh, Stevenson this year that, you know, Hey, I think he's going to be fired up, ready to go. In fact, I'm going to go ahead and say he might have a breakout game here, um, but we'll see. Ooh, I mean, I go for it. it. This is just another reason why Oklahoma, the team of Oklahoma should be more engaged and more motivated to just stop Iowa state. You know, revenge game and plus the return of Trajan, this is a big thing that the team has been harping on, getting him back, this anti-NCAA, why are they holding him out? There's no reason. There's no communication. He's finally back. We have a chip on our shoulder, so I definitely do feel more confident in OU moving forward, even if Trajan doesn't make that big um, an impression himself on the game. I feel like that it should increase the mood in the locker room. Yeah, and then everyone being really uh, pissed off at the Big 12 for uh, (laughs) the lack of first-team selections. Only three on offense, zero on defense. Um, How how much is that motivation going to be a factor? So they didn't really advertise it that well, but it was the coaches' poll that it was that. You know, the media, I believe their deadline was today, um, a couple hours ago to send in, so the media should come out. The coach, it it looked like a lot – a lot of those votes were just lazy, you know. It, it makes no sense why Oklahoma State nor Oklahoma has a first-team Big 12 defender. It's like they hadn't even watched. Isaiah, Isaiah Thomas not being on first team, embarrassing, you know. Uh, Chuba, do you see where Chuba Hubbard was? Like, come on. Like, this is just 
name recognition and throwing them on there, honestly, the coaches did not put much work into it. Um, and that's why you can't buy too much into the coaches all big 20. Yeah, absolutely. I don't, I don't think you can, I mean, we've seen coaches polls before, you know, they don't care. They, they just throw names out there, but either way, uh, Hey, if it provides a little bit of, um, you know, uh, bulletin board material, I'm all for it, but Hey, Jameson, thank you so much for your time. Uh, I really appreciate you checking in on the road here so we can you know, get a little bit of knowledge out before this big game on Saturday. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. Um, I'll see you around. Absolutely. So, Jameson, thank, thanks for coming. All right, folks. Well, thank you so much for popping in, um, and we will uh, be back for all of your OU Iowa State recap coming up soon, well, when the game's played, and uh, bull picks coming up. So um, thanks for tuning in for this emergency uh, little mini pod. See you next time. Boomer Sooner.